0: May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I have some very unusual advice, especially coming from me, about this month and about what you should do to take care of your mental health. I'll get into that, but beforehand, I do want to let you know a life update. Actually, this has been a life update for a couple of months now, but I'm just now getting comfortable sharing it. I don't know why. Imposter syndrome, maybe. Who knows? But your girl is now officially a relationship coach. I'm a relationship coach, okay? I've been doing the work. I've been doing everything I need to do to get my credentials. I'm a certified relationship coach. I'm here if you need to talk about how to heal or how to have a healthier relationship with yourself and with others. We'll give you some tools and techniques on what you can do to make sure you're putting yourself first, because you know I'm all about that, self-love, and how you make sure that you show up well for others and attract better relationships into your lives. This is relationships with your friends, your family, and your romantic partner, okay? I got you. I got you. So make sure you go over to the website, gogirlmovement.org right now, and you can sign up to book a free consultation. It's a 15-minute consultation. We'll chat about your relationship goals. And if you'd like to move forward, then I will be officially your relationship coach. So I'm excited to work with you. Again, go to the website, GoGoMovement.org. Also, shout out to my wonderful fiance who did update my website. That was one of the holdups because, you know, I just wanted it to look a little fresh, right? I wanted, I wanted it to look good. So um I did what I needed to do for my website a couple of years ago. He's a web developer. He helped me out a little bit recently and now it's looking good, easy to navigate. And I want you to just go over there and sign up. If you're interested, and I think if you're listening to this podcast, you are definitely interested in having a healthier, better, fulfilling relationship with yourself and to find yourself again. Okay. If you ever found yourself like in a relationship where you felt completely lost afterwards, I've been there. I've talked about it plenty of times on the podcast, my rock bottom escaping an emotionally abusive relationship getting laid off and having to move back home with my parents all within the same month. And it was a rough couple of years after that. I've done the work, I've gone to therapy, I've written all the journals. I've even come out with a book to help you with different journal prompts. Like I've done a lot for myself and now I wanna help other women. I wanna help other women heal and just do better for themselves and for others and for society. So I got you again, gogirlmovement.org. I'm proud of myself. I must say, I'm definitely proud of myself, especially for just sharing that news with you. Because first of all, I have to, because (laughs) like, sis, I got to get my clients. I got a few already, a few people by word of mouth, but I'm also like, I need to let my girls know. And that's a thing. Sometimes we second guess ourselves. We have a goal in mind and we want to consult with everyone else when we already know what to do, right? Or we, you know, Have our own doubts and limits. And it's like, just let it flow, let it go. Obviously, this was given to me years ago this whole go girl movement, and it's just growing. It's still building, it's still the beginning, but it is growing, and I'm doing more with it. So I'm excited and I'm excited to help you. All right. Now, let's get into today's topic mental health awareness month. Now, my advice actually. To take a break from focusing on mental health. I know. I know that. I'm sorry. Like, if you're a mental health guru, you're listening, you'll probably be like, girl, what? Don't tell these people that. But listen, listen, listen. It can be a little bit exhausting always focusing on your mental health because we know what you focus on grows. So, there was a point where I was super focused on my mental health that I was overthinking what I was already overthinking. Like I've been an overthinker for a long time. So then I start overthinking my thoughts and I'm just like, oh my gosh, right? Like I need a break from this or I'd be going hard on myself when I did not commit to my routine. All these routines I share with you. Yes, I believe in the meditation, exercising, drinking your lemon water, going for a beautiful walk, getting that sunshine. But there are days where I fall off or I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't get to it today. And when I was so focused, on my mental health, then it became a problem because I was so focused on it. I started judging myself if I didn't do it. And instead, I wasn't being compassionate or giving myself grace or saying, hey, today was a little tough. It was a little rough. I did not get to it today, but maybe tomorrow. Right. Instead, I was just telling myself all the negative things like, see, like you need to do better, like just critiquing myself. And that didn't feel good. That didn't help with my mental health. So instead, I was over over all of it, (laughs) just over all of it. Like, I'm going to just give myself a mental health break. I don't even know if it was a real break. I just think, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it was. It was a mental health break. So I've been in therapy for about a year, right? Happy to say I just finished my last session about a couple of weeks ago. My therapist, the past the last three sessions, I started thinking to myself, like, I have nothing to talk to her about. Like I felt like I was doing great. And she in the sessions would even ask me questions and, like, okay, all right, and let me know that the sessions are about to be over and that I was excelling. Like I started having the coping mechanisms. I was taking care of myself. I was taking care of my thoughts. I knew to pause before responding. Like I'm doing all the things I was doing, the work, the therapy. Everything, and also during that time when I, with the last few sessions, I also stopped reading all the self help books. Girls, if you look at my library, my bookshelf, there are plenty of self help books on there. Okay, I mean, like how to do the work, how to set boundaries, the attachment styles. This I had so I have so many books. I love it. I love reading this stuff, and 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 it's. Because I'm interested in it, I'm interested in health and wellness. I'm interested in self-development and self-love and self-care. Obviously, I talk about it all the time on my podcast, but that was like the only thing I was reading. So I felt like if something was wrong within my life or a thought was wrong, that I wasn't getting it right. Like I wasn't getting life right because of it and because of these books. Like I just was, I think, over-consuming all of it, the self-help books. I was journaling like all the time. There were times where I would write my journal like two, three times a day with everything that popped up. And lately it's been like once every three weeks. And I'm like, oh shoot, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta check in with myself. I gotta write in my journal about what's been going on in my life. There's been so many great things. And that's another thing. I'm like, I need to start writing in my journal even when things are so good. Cause I used to write in it when things were were rough or like having a bad or downtime. So I kind of pause on journaling. And I'm realizing that when I think about it, I'm like, let me write all these good, amazing things that have been happening. But if I used to say I had like a bad moment or a bad thought that day, then I would just write about it and like kind of feed into it. And to me, I'm just like, "This this is a lot, a lot to journal every day, a lot. First of all, okay, I'm going to therapy, right? Or I was going to therapy. And then I'm journaling about the things that I'm learning in therapy. I was also getting worksheets and homework from a therapist that I need to complete before the next session. I was going every two weeks. And then on top of that, making sure I got my thoughts together by doing my affirmations, doing my stretching, doing my meditation, doing my walks, doing everything. And that's all I, I still believe in all of that. And on top of all that journaling and also listening to a lot of wellness and health podcasts. It was a lot that I was doing that I'm like, let me just not do anything. Let me just pause. We learn to pause before we react or respond to something with other people, you know, in conflict resolution. That's great. But sometimes it's like you got to pause in life too. Like I I need to pause. I need to take a break. From everything, from everybody. And I did. You know what happened? I started feeling so much more relaxed, so much more comfortable, and so much more at ease. So, my unusual mental health awareness advice is sometimes like take a moment to step away from constantly thinking about your mental health, right? Because then it's like, you feel like you're a project. <laughs> and sis, you're not a project. You are a human being on this life, having a beautiful experience. You are a soul that should be having a beautiful, joyous life. And I get it. We're all into breaking generational curses. We're all into setting boundaries and becoming better. And I'm still with that. I'm still with that. However, I personally... Took a small break just to make sure that I really felt good and that I wasn't so hard on myself if I didn't do the thing, the routine, the walk, the whatever it was, right? And I feel amazing. I feel amazing. So this advice might not be for you, (laughs) you know, because mental health is real and it's real. And it might be something that you need to consistently work on every single day. And if that's you, I totally hear you and I get that. I think I got to a point where I was overdoing it. Like I felt like I was in such a great space, but then I kept doing more of everything that I needed to do. And then that's when it started becoming a little like I was judging myself. I would judge myself if I only got to one or two things on my list instead of the three or four things. And it's like, okay, I need to get to a point where it is okay if I just meditate today. I I might not take the walk. Hey, LA weather has been mad crazy since November. I swear it's been very cold every single day. And I usually take walks outside. So I haven't been taking my walks. Oh no. Instead of getting mad at myself, what can I do? What I've actually been doing is stretching and doing low impact workouts indoors. But before that, I just wasn't doing nothing. I'm like, well, I'm just going to relax. I am just going to chill and relax. And I felt good. And I felt like I was learning to stop judging myself by not doing something. And I was okay. That is okay. However, I do have some real advice, of course, if you are struggling with your mental health, because I know it's real. I know depression is real. Anxiety is real. Other mental health disorders are real. I'm not a licensed professional with that. I am a professional when it comes to relationship coaching and, you know, helping you there. However, I've done a lot of self-work and read a lot of books and podcasts, as I mentioned before, and that's how I know some things that have worked for me on my own journey. Like I have and I see, I'm so weird about even saying what I have because I'm learning I've learned tools to get me through it, but I've, I guess I've suffered from anxiety. and I think like living in this crazy world, sometimes it's kind of normal, sadly, like we're anxious all the time, like the news. These are so many fear stories that it's like, oh my gosh, we're so on edge all the time. We don't know what's coming up next for our life. We're trying to make sure our our family and our our, our friends are good. Is it could be overwhelming, the thoughts that we might have. And that produces a lot of anxiety. And then trying to be yourself and mix in with someone else. Like if you're in a relationship, they have their like. Anxiety, or whatever they're going through, if they're going through anything, right? So, I mean, I think that sadly, uh, a lot of us suffer from mental health issues, and that's why a lot of us stress go to therapy, go to therapy, go to therapy. It did work for me, honestly. It did work for me, helped me change my perspectives, um, helped me with setting better boundaries. Like, I was good going into therapy, but I've gotten better since, and ah. Okay, I'm having a moment right now. May, and maybe that's what it is. Learning to not guilt myself and guilt trip myself into, you know, doing things that I, I don't want to do. Wow, this is a small revelation that I'm having right now, like me not guilt tripping myself when I did not want to partake in a self-care exercise or activity for the day. Maybe that's me going to therapy. <laughs> it, it, it's work. <laughs> and learning to not guilt trip myself when it comes to those things learning that it's it's okay give myself that grace and compassion it's, it's okay it's okay that i didn't meet every task on my to do list it is okay and that's another thing i used to put a lot on my to do list now i'm like what's my major goal of the week and how can i reach that instead of having 3 4 major goals every single day and then getting mad and overwhelmed with myself that I didn't get to it all. Instead, what is the one thing I want to complete? Right? So that's the anxiety. And then depression. um, I think I've experienced situational depression a couple of times in my life. It's when I've gotten laid off from work. I've been, look girls, I, I worked in radio and I got laid off four times. Come on now. I think I got numb to it after a while. And even at my job now, I'll be on edge sometimes. Oh, shoot. Are they about to be laying off people? I don't know. <laughs> you know, that's that's that. I don't know. That's that PTSD from being laid off in the past. I don't know. But I, it was like situational depressions and moments where I just did not want to wake up. Didn't want to see the day. Didn't want to eat. Wanted to lay in bed all day and just let the day disappear because I was I was already over it, right? So I understand people go through this more than a season or more than uh, a situation and with that i want i want to share with you some mental health tools that you can use to get through and it all is all on your mind and your brain this is what this is science this is what i learned from therapy this is what i've already known for myself you know the same change your mind change your life it's so true even in therapy it's like your thoughts create your emotions, which then create your behavior, it all happens in your mind, your brain, your amygdala. That's what it's called. Your amygdala is your fear center. So you're scared of something or you're you're anxious about something, you're having a little fear about something that you've gone through in the past that's possibly happening again. And instead of it happening again, you want to protect yourself. So you start thinking these thoughts and your thoughts could actually be self-sabotaging your life and your relationship. But it's because of what's happening in your amygdala. So that's why it is so important to just take take a break and take a breath. You know, I encourage meditation so much. And when I talk to people, especially with people who have anxiety a couple of my clients mentioned that they have anxiety and everything, and I, I suggest meditation. However, I understand, especially with anxiety, that sometimes you don't know how to shut your mind off. It keeps going and going and going. I get it. Hello. I get it. I've, I've been an overthinker a lot in my life, but it is possible. You'll hear a lot of mental health gurus talk about their journey with meditation and talk about how yeah, I I never thought I could meditate. And in the beginning, I always thought it was woo-woo and I didn't want to do it. And I didn't think I could do it. And now they do it and they can't see life without meditating. So meditation taking one deep breath in, holding it for a second and, and exhaling. Even if it's not meditation, doing that before responding to someone. Say you have a coworker that someone at work that, you know, it's a little tough to work with them or maybe your partner or maybe your kids, you want to take a deep breath, inhale and exhale before responding to them so that you can respond with love and kindness instead of with like frustration and anger, right? Like you just want to get your point across and you mad, you're going to say what you got to say, no matter if it hurts their feelings, but you feel good afterwards because you said what you had to say. But no, 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 that's not creating harmony. So you want to make sure you get to that space. Where you say what you mean, you're being assertive and getting your point across in a respectful way. Because then you're also creating a mutual relationship where they're also going to respect you, right? And that's what you want from your partner, your children, or your, from your coworker. These are people who are coexisting in your life right now. So why make it where there's more attention? But just take that deep breath at least once, pause and then respond. And if you want, like I say, take it further with meditation. Take three deep breaths. Take deep breaths for about two minutes. Take deep breaths for up to five minutes, then up to 10 minutes. I think one thing that I did do, though, my partner and I, we both now meditate at night together. We turn on a humidifier and we look up a night meditation on YouTube. It's simple. I don't do anything special, girls. I go to YouTube, type in night meditation. Uh, morning meditation, I usually do five minutes or 10 minutes, turn it on. And that'll help you too with relaxing. I took, let me take it a little step further. I was so tired at work one day. I went in my car on my lunch break, turned the heater on. I'm telling you, it's been cold in LA. I turned the heater on and I turned on a nap meditation and my timer, of course, because I need to get back to work. And I literally napped in my car to a nap meditation. Those things knock you out. So I understand some meditations where people are saying, oh my gosh, I can't just sit in silence or you know, it's hard to do in the morning for my partner even. It's hard for him to do the meditation in the morning, but he does find it very beneficial for the nighttime. So I would recommend that to you. Start with a night meditation. Go to YouTube, type in five minute or 10 minute night meditation, turn it on, turn off your lights and it'll guide you. The person will guide you to relax, to take a couple deep breaths. And then they'll speak to you about your day, letting go of everything that's happened in your day. And it sounds so smooth and soft that, listen, I don't know what all they say in the whole meditation because I fall asleep every single time. But that helps with your relaxation, just getting it all out of your head. So meditation, of course, is the main thing that I would recommend for your mental health just starting with your mental health journey. If you could afford it, of course, I would say go to therapy. I tried psychologytoday.com. And that's where my therapist was. And also, if you're a Black woman, you want a Black therapist, therapyforblackgirls.com. There are plenty of resources out there where you can find someone who can assist you in your journey. Of course, movement. Like I haven't been dancing as much lately. Like I usually do. I always say I usually twerk to some Beyonce, but I haven't done that much lately. But I have been stretching a little bit more. I've also been hiking the past few weekends and I've been taking a morning walk, which is so different for me. But I've taken a morning walk a few times for the past few weeks. That kind of, you know, it, it, it helps me like get an energy boost in my morning and get started for the day. It feels really good. But that goes into that movement and that exercise, okay? It's so important to move your body. They say if you're trying to lose weight or if you're just trying to get your mood up, like five to 10 minutes of walking, just walking. We're not saying go run, do a HIIT exercise, do any burpees, because I hate burpees, like do anything like that, but just simply moving your body and walking, getting that blood flowing will help you feel much, much better and can impact your mental health. Of course, be mindful of the people that you're talking to some people just can bring your mood down or it could be draining. So making sure you surround yourself with people who are positive, a feed who make you feel good after you, you're you done having the conversation with them. And that goes for even the things that you are watching on TV and, and the podcast you're listening to. If it's always news, that's great. Be aware, but also make sure you balance that out with something a little lighter. Nothing too heavy all the time in your mind because you that will definitely affect you. I think another thing that's kind of helped with my mental health is, and I haven't really been focused on my eating that much, but I realize now that I'm thinking about it, I haven't been eating out that much. I've been cooking a lot more. I've been eating my fruit, my veggies, drinking a lot of water, and I feel I feel really good. It might have something to do with my mental health. And definitely staying positive, right? Like staying positive in your life and just and making sure, You're listening to some good, positive music. There are a lot of affirmation podcasts out there. There's a lot that you can do to make sure you stay positive. So I want you to focus on those things if you are suffering from mental health a mental health disorder. But if you're like me and you've done a lot of work on yourself mentally, then maybe for Mental Health Awareness Month, it's just taking a simple day off from it, from focusing so much on all of the work that you have to do on yourself every day already, right? It can become a little exhausting and I don't want you to be exhausted. I want you to be good and I want you to be happy. But the one thing through it all that I have learned is to be present. I'm consistent with that. So even if I'm taking a step back from doing all the things, I'm consistent in my day of being present and knowing what's happening around me in that moment. The people that I'm spending my time with, the the things that I'm watching, the things that I'm reading. Oh, by the way, I took a step back from reading all the mental health books and I actually read my first fiction book in a long time and it felt good and it was actually a thriller. Like I love watching true crimes, you know, kind of crazy. Speaking of mental health, what? But anyway, um, but I was like, let me take a step back and, you know, let me read some fiction and I did and it felt cool just to relax and read something other than a book that'll make me work on myself even more, right? So maybe it's just like reading a fiction book, a a novel, something fun, something light. I will say a couple of weeks ago, I did have a moment where I kept telling myself, oh my gosh, I feel so depressed. I feel so depressed. And literally I was PMSing. Okay. You know how we get, but I just was feeling depressed. I wanted all the foods that would not make me feel better. Like I wanted some French fries and ice cream. Well. That does kind of make me feel better. But I just wanted all those foods. I just kept telling myself, oh, I feel depressed. And My mood was just down. I just felt like, ugh. And I immediately paused and said, Ashley, no, we're going to have a great day today. So I talked myself out of it. Instead, I ate some fruit that morning instead of getting the chocolate croissant that I really, really wanted. And I drank some water and I actually had a good day because I made that mind shift that no, I'm not depressed. I'm going to have a good day, despite it all. And I had an amazing day. My mood shifted and everything. So sometimes it's just like a switch of your mindset. Like they say, mind over matter, which can change your day and just make you feel better. Keep having those days where you're changing your mind every single day to something more positive rather than that negative thought and watch your life change. You just never know what could happen. All right. So Again, my advice to you is maybe just take a break a little bit or apply some of those tools that I shared in the episode. Matter of fact, be sure to follow me on social media at IamAshleyCaprice or at Go Girl Movement. Let me know what mental health tip you have. What's the way that you take care of yourself? You know, what's your self-care, your self-love go-to tool? I want to hear from you. Let me know. Again, at IamAshleyCaprice or at Go Girl Movement. And again, you can go on my website at gogirlmovement.org to sign up if you would like some relationship coaching. I cannot wait to hear from you, all right? All right, girls, well, I am out of here. And until next time, be great, be blessed. Go, girl. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Go Girl Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends.